0: A Beautiful Fiction A Good Omens podfic, Written by the Starlit Rose and read by Literarian Chapter 17 Aziraphale sat the phone down on his desk and began cleaning the books and notes away. He was certain Gabriel would show up soon, and if that happened, then what Warlock suggested was true. Heaven was working with hell. He was so close to fixing things, to having Crowley back. If this was to be his end, he'd be damned if he didn't go down fighting. Rafael had a plan. He'd been thinking on it ever since he realized what Gabriel had done to them. For now, he would pretend nothing was amiss, hope against hope they didn't attempt to alter his memories for the third time and allow the boys to find Crowley. He began to move things around strategically. Every hidden quirk... Every bookshelf and each squeaky floorboard was familiar to him. As much a part of him as his wings. If things took a turn for the worst, he planned to have it arranged to his advantage. He moved several stacks of books to strategic locations, then realized he'd need to have a weapon to hand. In a moment, he thought of something suitable. It wouldn't do much good in the long run, but it would buy him some time. He walked up the stairs and into the tiny flat above the shop. Hanging on the wall above the kitchen table was a sword. This sword had been forged by one of the best bladesmiths of the time, Nothing as nice as his other had been, but he'd used it quite a bit during his time in Wessex. He doubted it would stand up to holy flame, but all he really needed to do was discorporate Gabriel and the others long enough to make his escape or at least long enough to come up with a better plan. Hopefully, it wouldn't come to that. If it did, he would fight. Raphael had been created to fight, it had been his purpose once upon a time. To fight, to guard, and to triumph. He just wished he had more to defend himself against a handful of archangels than a steel sword and whatever power he could summon. He carried it down into the main building and stashed it behind his desk. He glanced around, satisfied with his work. Aze Rafael had arranged everything to his advantage, he hoped. He sat in one of his plush chairs to have a rest and began to read. He allowed the book to take his mind to another place, a distraction from all the worry of the last few weeks. Nearly an hour later, he felt the room's molecules begin to distort, smell the telltale sign of a miracle and the scent of ozone, and heaven permeated the air. fell hello! Gabriel took two steps and tripped over a bunched rug, hitting his shin on a table nearby he made a grunt of pain before stumbling to the chair beside Aziraphale. Aziraphale hid a grin behind his hand, a well-placed gasp to stifle his laughter. Oh, Gabriel, are you well? The archangel frowned. Yes, Vaughn Would you like tea, water, ice for your leg? smiled Raphael. Gabriel glared at the other angel, his eyes flitting over Raphael's features appraisingly. No, thank you, Aziraphale. Raphael schooled his features and pretended to be the same maudlin, anxious and withdrawn angel he'd been for the past twenty years. He picked up a book beside him and idly flipped the pages, more interested in his book than the angel beside him. After a long, awkward pause, Raphael asked, To what do I owe this pleasure, Gabriel? Finally come to take me up on my offer of a good novel or two? He grinned as if joking with a friend. The other angel looked revolted. He clapped his hands together. Ah, oh, no! I just wanted to see how you were doing. Azira fell, motioned around the room. Well, Gabriel, I've decided to do a bit of spring cleaning, moving books around and sweeping. Well, a bit. Just having a break for some tea and light reading. Gabriel glanced around the shop. Another grimace. I wouldn't blame you if you just... He made a snapping motion. Miracle it away. It's so cluttered in here. It's cozy. Humans expect my shop to look like this, Gabriel. But you're right. I do need to make some changes. Perhaps new shelves. Gabriel looked irritated. Yes, yes, and a fresh coat of pain. Get rid of some of these knick knacks. Perhaps some new bralolats. Azira fell visibly shuddered at the thought. He'd never do that to his lovely shop. Well, that seems a bit Gabriel interrupted. How's your head feeling? Any headaches? New memories? No, my memory is the same as always. It's just... He paused. I did want to ask you. Why was it, before I realised Raphael was gone, I couldn't recall a time before the fall? It's only... I realized I couldn't recall my time in heaven except for right before I was placed in the garden. You're always so very patient with me, and I do trust you implicitly, Gabriel. Aziraphale noticed him swallow. Obviously, you must have blocked it out, forgotten for your own good. How curious. Yes, yes, very strange. Perhaps it was for the best. After all, I never forgot that day, but there have been times I certainly wish I could. Aziraphale noted the sadness that crept into his voice at that. I'm glad we could talk about this, and as much as I do miss him, I often forget that he was your friend and brother too. Why don't you tell me something about him I don't know? And to his surprise, he did. Raphael still hated him, hated the decisions he had made and what they had done to him, but he found himself feeling for Gabriel too. He was so caught up on revenge and the so-called Great Plan, Aziraphale wasn't sure if he ever had time to properly grieve. He'd lost his own bondmate that day, along with two siblings. What about your bondmate, Gabriel? What about them? They fell, Aziraphale. Nothing else to be done. I suppose it just seems a shame. You could seek them out, perhaps at least. No, no, they made that choice. No use in it now. I'm an angel, loyal to her. Could you imagine what it would be like to allow yourself to be with one of the fallen? I imagined it every day for nearly six thousand years, if you recall. I believed Raphael a demon. I'd give anything for him to be here, fallen or not. That's blasphemy, Aziraphale, and you'd do well to watch what you say, snapped Gabriel. Aziraphale nodded. (sighs) I still wish there were a way for the two of you to be together. I remember how the two of you would dote on one another. And I'd give anything to have Raphael back. I miss the warmth of his hand in mine. Gabriel made a strangled noise deep in his throat before abruptly standing. Until next time. Don't forget the report that's due next Tuesday. And if you remember anything, you will call? Of course. And then... Gabriel was gone. Azira felt slumped with relief. He'd struck a nerve with Gabriel, but he couldn't help himself. There was very much a part of him that wanted Gabriel to feel remorse, to feel anything at all regarding what he'd done to them. Raphael couldn't help but wonder what would happen if Gabriel just allowed himself a bit of happiness. Would Beelzebub even accept his affections? An icy realization washed over him. What if Gabriel was actually seeing Beelzebub? If heaven and hell were working together, it would only make sense their two operatives would meet. Gabriel had taken Crowley from him while he was partnered with his own demonic mate. The hypocrisy made his blood boil. He hoped the next time he met Gabriel, Crowley would be at his side. Things had gone better than he'd hoped for. Azir Raphael hadn't had much of a plan, and, in hindsight, discorporating Gabriel with a medieval broadsword was likely not the best way to go about things, even if it would make him feel much better.